Previously on the Mortal Path. Nerium, you have 10 foot of dark vision. These streets are covered in signs and tarot, you looking around. You don't know how you can read it, and yet there they are. Huh. You see out of the corner of your eye in the mirror, three of you oh, not again. walking along this alleyway. And the one with the blue fingers and the blue spot on her lips puts her hand in front of your eyes on the reflection. And the other one with the red fingers, who's much more kind of real looking, and this cloak made of shadows seems to spring from nowhere. And she reaches up and she drops it on your shoulders. And Findex whips around and lets out this kind of, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do kind of want to give it back. Nerium, Nerium, can I give him his sword back? Why are you asking me? Let's not give him his sword back. He, he stabbed Nerium. Look, you're, you're a tough, a tough chap. I think you'll, I think you'll be all right if you just, you just take a rest. I am pretty strong, I think. I, I can help you get some of that, some of the little bits of shards of glass out. I've got a hanky here. I can mop you up a bit. Yeah, Nat, I think it's magic. I, I, I agree. All right, dunk it, dunk it. Okay, yes. I dunk the candle. You put it under the water, and the flame doesn't go out. Um, I come to the door and I say, "Have you found anything?" Uh, we found some matches. Oh, that's good. And a candle. Uh, what? One candle? Well, I suppose it's well, useful. Well, we did find four, four candles. candles. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, I do quite like this dress now. What, seriously? I mean, I mean I, I, it's very much your colour. It's lovely. I'm just concerned about practicality. You could put some pockets in it, right? Oh, oh yeah, yes. totally. Oh, please. Oh, my God, it's a magic cloak. It floats. <laughs> yes, this is a very magical cloak, as I've ascertained by holding it. I mean... I might just go, oh, thank you very much, and climb on his back. I, I think whenever he grabs Tarot's arm, Tarot does his best to, like, flex it a little bit. <laughs> just... As soon as I get to a suitable point, I'm just breaking open this book and have a little peruse. <laughs> 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 I mean, do I get advantage because I'm being carried? Oh, yeah, no, you're being carried. Taro, just yeah. Tarum. Make me a <laughs> constitution saving throw. 18, baby. 18, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. All the flexing. Weirdly, the flexing is sort of helping you. It's either that or <laughs> the flexing has kind of alerted Findex to how little there is and how much more he might actually need to be helping. So, But you're you're keeping up okay. And after maybe about... 10, 15 minutes, you guys get within sort of 20 foot of where Natalia is sitting reading her book. As both of you kind of glance up to look at her, you both notice that she is reading her book. But it's not so much the reading of the book that catches your attention, it's the fact that her eyes have what look like golden letters running across the iris as she's reading. Ooh. Are they letters I recognize? Make me a perception check. All right, let me just 
This would be some damn fine eyesight. Mm, from 20 foot away. I got 17 on that one, 17? so I'm rocking the rolls. You're doing very good today, actually. It looks like the language in the city that you can read, but it's sort of mirrored and very small. It's just enough that you can kind of recognize what script it is. Here, uh, uh, uh Nat, uh, there's, uh, something not quite right about your, uh, your old, uh, eyes. I mean, that's rather rude, but okay. What do you mean? I mean, uh, Nerim, you you seen this too? It's not just me, right? Well, that would depend on what exactly you're seeing, Mr. Tarot. What are you seeing? I might be seeing some some glyphs. Little gold letters running across her eyes. Yeah, yeah, okay, good, good. Wait, what? Natalia, the minute that you break your gaze from the book and you look down at them, those letters disappear and her eyes are as normal again. Uh, I'm going to say, is it a good book? Oh, it's a thrilling story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a mirror? Uh, I do actually. Yeah. Give, give us. Okay. If you giddy up, Findus. Findus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> actually, he absolutely ne- needs to make yeah. a constitution saving throw. He's, he's a real horse of a lizard okay. man. He uh, he gets to that platform and instead of kind of like sitting or like standing normally, he just lies face down on the platform and he's just kind of breathing very heavily. Uh, and just kind of taking Aww. a bit of a rest there for a moment. He looks Baby. exhausted. Baby boy. With this role for uh, acrobatics, I've just got a 20, so I spring lightly from his back and alight <laughs> delicately. <laughs> yeah, on the platform Full of energy, full of joy and glee. Yeah. yeah. I just lean down and whisper to him, penance. <laughs> 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 Memo this to me, <laughs> don't ever cross Gary. This is grim. It's just too cruel. Too cruel words. He shoots you the most baleful look, but he does not reply. He looks like he knows. Um, I'm going to dig my... Uh, the mirror that comes with my thieves' tools is a little mirror on a stick, and I'm going to pass that to um, Nat and say, I think it only does it when you're reading. And I, Can I look at the book and see that it's got what language it's written in? Uh, you make me a intelligence check to try and work no, out the language. If you're trying to work out what language yeah. it is. Um, I mean, that would be that thing where you can't tell the difference between Chinese and Japanese when you see it written down and it's not your language. And given that I got six, I have no idea what that is. You've got no idea what that is. Doesn't look like anything you've actually really seen before. Wait, can you not tell? Oh, never mind. If it's the first time you've seen it, I've never seen Infernal written down before. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. I can mm-hmm. tell it's not a normal language. It's not common, or is that? Yeah, because we had you had that thing where you slowly kind of gained the ability to read okay. it fluently. So I'm gonna read and start angling this mirror. Yeah, it takes you a couple of tries to kind of get the angle right, but you can see that as you're reading the book, out the corner of your eye, those same letters are reflected, going across as quickly as you're reading and sort of mirrored. Okay, that's a little strange. It's quite cool though. I mean, it could. It could just be that your eyes got, like, really shiny. Yeah. Didn't you have a funny thing happen with your eyes before, when you were allergic to the makeup? I did. That's... Maybe it's magic makeup. That, that's some kind of allergy. That's a hell of an allergy, yeah. I think you should see a doctor about that. Ah, I don't, I don't think it seems like it wants curing. <laughs> oh, no, I quite like it, to be honest. <laughs> it's been, it's been like, still lying there, going... <sighs> <laughs> he's absolutely just kind of lying there but when you all look over to him he pushes himself up 
onto his feet again. And you guys are about three quarters of the way up. Um, and he kind of looks at you, Nerium, and then he kind of half bends down so that you can climb um, back up. Ah, excellent. Chop, chop. I am going to tap Nat on the arm and say, Nat, I'm just, just a thought. We probably don't want him dead. He needs to actually take us to the commander, so I don't suppose you fancy giving me a lift, do you? Um, fine. Come on. Hey. Hop on. Okay. Make me a strength check. Or athletics, if that's better. I'm not proficient, so they are the same. Ooh, that's an 18. Nice. Nerium's light. It's no problem. And you start, again, scaling the wall with the book in your dress and a halfling on your back. What does uh, Findex think (laughs) seeing this? It's kind of hard to judge emotions on the face of a big lizard (laughs) that you've only known at this point for maybe about half an hour to 40 minutes. But it's just bliss and relief. To me, it feels like we'd known him for like three weeks, four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he is already part of our families to us, I know. But in canon, Findex is still a new, a, a, a new, new friend, friend, <laughs> friend <laughs> so to speak. As I'm scaling up, I say, "Jesus Christ, Gary! Jesus! What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> I'm mad." <laughs> She beat you. She beat you to him. Tara also climbs the wall. <laughs> roll me an athletics. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll roll athletics on just on. Oh, that's my bad. No. Twelve. Twelve athletics. Okay, that's yeah. much better than last time. It was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you. Uh, sorry, Natalia. You were going to say something though. Yeah, I say, it's been a while since I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you alright over there? You okay? You, you're good. You're good okay. over there. It's fine. It's been a while since I carried a woman on my back, but it, last time it proved very useful. That sounds like an intriguing story. Do you want to tell us a bit more? Oh, I was uh, helping her escape from some bad people. Oh, that's very noble of you, Nat. Well, I was getting paid a rather large sum of money. Were you indeed? And um, what happened to her afterwards? Oh, she disappeared to the other side of the world and I never saw her again. Oh, okay. I think she's fine. Uh, I got I'm paid. Sure, uh, well, well, okay, yeah, I'm sure she's fine. So, is that what you used to do for a living then, Nat? Oh, I do all sorts. But, you know, rescuing damsels. Uh, if that is what is required. What, what else is in your portfolio then? Things that you might be able to do <laughs> if they were required. This is my favourite job interview. Yeah, I'm um, just curious. What do you think you can bring to the party? Off, <laughs> I, I've not. But I have quite a few transferable skills. <laughs> do, would you say you work well as part of a team? What's your greatest fame? I'm, well, I'm typically more of an independent character. <laughs> oh boy, Taro is, by the way, is on his grind on this climb. He's focused. <laughs> he's taking it seriously. He's not fucking around having a chat. He's on it. I mean, he's up. He's going. Nat can have a chat because this is easy. <laughs> Speaking of easy and not easy, Findex <laughs> is uh, struggling and he is starting to sort of lag behind Taro um, as you climb. Taro doubles back to help. Oh. Okay. How are you helping? I don't know. With. Put. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? I think he just is there for moral support, I guess. What do you say for moral support? <laughs> eh? I think Tara just is. 
I really didn't think this through. How the hell do you help someone climb a slope? Sing to him. Oh, okay, okay. So I think Tara, Tara sidles up and he's like, uh, well, look, come on, you can do this. The real cliff you have to face is the one inside yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, he looks over to you at that. Are you are you using your inspiration for the Hell first yeah. time? Hell yeah, let's do it. Okay, he looks over to you and there is a moment of just complete confusion on his face before you feel, again, that tug of magic and it's very much like the one that you used in the abandoned house. That same kind of like warm, almost like transference of magic. And he kind of smiles and he brightens up a little bit and he, he nods and he goes, thanks, that's kind of motivational actually and he climbs two times <laughs> not two times two numbers better oh yes two <laughs> numbers two numbers from a four to a six oh he God. is now climbing a little <laughs> bit more sick, a little bit better um after about i think another for nat another five minutes for you and and findex probably another 15 to 20 um you will get to the top of this building i'd just like to say good work taro giving a warm tug to the easy lizard man hey <laughs> wow wow that, that's what i want i'm not wow. gonna i'm not gonna do anymore i know we're not okay. a fan of the horn apparently <laughs> i mean <laughs> this is a horn free zone we're all pure here thank you for tuning in um i will never fuck i will never fuck Never ever. Okay. Where were we? Where were we? (sighs) Okay. You guys all make it to the top of this building and you are in this second layer of this city. Of the wedding Uh, cake. Or at least the second of the wedding cake minister kind of half dropped on his side wedding cake. Yes. You You are on the layer above. And again, there seems to be this layer that goes on top of that but you can see from the edges where sunlight is coming in and again there are more holes in what looks like the stone rock ceiling where other bits have crumbled in and fallen in and you can see in the distance another building that slants up that you reckon is probably the one to climb to get to the next layer. The one thing that you do notice as you kind of find your feet is that the slope on this one is much more gentle except for about maybe 400, 500 feet forward where it kind of breaks really sharply into this cliff edge and most of the building crumbled really sharply down into this next layer. <laughs> this next layer. <laughs> hmm. That is all crumbled down into this next layer. And uh, Findex kind of stands up and he looks, again, just utterly relieved to be not climbing and uh he kind of turns around and you can see this uh, part of the city behind you actually looks pretty intact and he kind of points and he goes that's where we're heading along there with the big hole no the other way oh so the cliff doesn't drop down it goes up no the cliff drops down at one end of the layer but he's leading you the other way it's an almost flat path um and he starts to to lead you back towards this area that is pretty much intact Um, And as he does, he turns back to you and he says, this part here is where we've managed to secure. It's one of the easier ones to get to. I've only been here three times, so it's still, you know, I don't know it very well. Wait, you're not going to get lost, are you? No, no. They showed me the map. I I know where I'm going. Uh, insight check? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Very easy to get to. Uh, I rolled a one, but I'm a halfling, so it's okay. Oh, 20. 
20. You best fucking know where he's going. Ooh. He is he is telling the truth like somebody who is 99.9% sure that he's not going to get lost, but now the doubt is in his mind and he's kind of second-guessing well, himself no, a little no, bit. Well, no, no, don't Wow, thanks. Thanks for that no. one. I think this one's all on you. This is your doing. Uh, he turns to you, uh, Natalia, and he says, I mean, in comparison to the rest of the city, this is the easiest path to get to here. I see. Well, I think you've... Uh, I, I believe in you, Findex. I think you've got this. Thank you. Lead on. I appreciate it. There's one place I know that has uh, our storeroom. If you promise not to tell the commander, I'll take you there real quick. Oh, that would be very kind and very much appreciated, sir. I need a drink. Don't we all? <laughs> uh, he leads you kind of to the to the right back towards a bit of the city that is destroyed, um, but still next to the big section that's mostly intact. And he leads you into this building that looks like it's been barricaded. So while most of the buildings look unintentionally destroyed, this one looks like it's been kind of built back up. There's definite signs of rubble having been moved to barricade doors and windows. And he leads you around the back and into this room, and you can see that there are indeed boxes and crates and kind of jugs of what look like water or some sort of clear liquid stacked up along the sides um, and clear signs of activity and movement. And he goes right over and he picks up a jug that's sort of already been opened clearly um, and just starts down and whatever is inside. All right, Tara's going to get his chug on. Let's get some, some drink okay. of something. I don't know. Can I do an investigation check before I start drinking yes. what might be vodka? I'd like to know that Tara does not do an investigation check. He okay. goes for you it. Go, Tara goes for the bottle uh, next to the one that um, Findex just picked up, cracks open, and begins drinking. On your investigation check, was that a 20 or a 2? Nat 20. Yeah. Nerium, it's water. I like, I'm pretty sure I know the stream this came from. <laughs> to, oh, well, well, having never been to this place before. No, okay, fine. Uh, this is this is definitely how water works. Yeah, it's delicious and refreshing. The minute that Findex opens the bottle, the lack of any smell of alcohol, a smell that you are very used to, especially in varying <laughs> degrees of like quality, it's definitely not alcoholic. Uh, it just seems to be water. Um, but with your Nat Twenty investigation in this room, you can also see that these crates are clearly kind of food crate things that have been bundled up they've all been opened before clearly and then kind of retied and recap is there anything that looks like it is preserved something that would make good trail rations uh yeah it looks like the top kind of box has been opened just a little bit and you can kind of see that it looks like there's maybe some sort of dried meat in there excellent i would like to grab a bit of that and to be honest i will stuff it in my pocket because i don't have a bag okay. but i would also like to see if there's anything like i don't know fruit it all seems to be either Things that don't go off quickly or contain contained like water in jugs. Okay, cool. Well, I will chew, chow down on a chunk of jerky um, in between drinking an entire jug of water. Okay. Has Tara noticed this? That it's water? No, Nerium stealing stuff. Yeah, it's your. It's a quite a small room. Like Nerium's just kind of like shoved her what arm mean? into a box. He and... brought us here for food. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're just you're chowing down. It does not taste like any jerky you've ever had before, but it's very nice. I'm sure it's fine. It's dick meat. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just not... 
<sighs> Another quality line from the cock doctor. The instant look of regret on your face, Ed, as you said that. There was joy and then instant regret. I mean, but it's too late. It's one of those things where, like, like the linearity of my thought process didn't quite pan out because I knew it was bad before <laughs> I said it. I was like, you know what would be a funny thing to say if I just say it's dick me? And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, that's not funny at all. That's not, it's not a funny gag. It's not a funny joke. And I said it anyway. <laughs> that's where they call um, it, Jackie. <laughs> it's you, Gary. It's you. I would, I would like to you. say at this point that I saw those footprints in the sand, and <laughs> none of them were small people. So I'm not worried. I'm eating this shit. <laughs> okay. Whatever what? kind of meat it is, it's not halfling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that just it? Like it doesn't matter what no, it's from. Your life. As long as it's not half meat, you're fucking good. <laughs> yeah. You, you watch as uh, Taro starts drinking from this jug. Nerium just starts shoving jerky in her mouth. Excuse me, I'm a lady. <laughs> okay, elegantly shoving jerky in her yeah. mouth. Tara also starts shoving meat in his mouth. <laughs> right? Natalia will also eat and drink. Okay, you guys take maybe kind of five minutes. You feel much, much better after um, eating and drinking. You were probably getting towards the edge of like dehydrated. Uh, but you're, you feel kind of more tired at this point. The, the time that you've spent being awake is starting to catch up at you. And that kind of threat of no longer being killed by the lizard man and not climbing a 400 whatever foot building the adrenaline's worn off to to a degree and after a moment findex kind of you know screws the top back on the the jugs that still have things in them and kind of like awkwardly puts the lid back on and tries to make it look like no one's kind of gone into it and uh kind of like nods his head and goes please don't tell the commander really not supposed to do that no worries pal no worries thank you it all has to go back to the queen, so it's kind of stealing. Oh, well, glad you made that clear beforehand. He kind of gives you a slightly sheepish look, um, and then he leads you out of the building. Don't worry, bub. We've all committed a few thefts here and there before, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying nothing. Suddenly my shoes are really interesting. He kind of glances back at you and he goes, I-, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that if I were you. I'd keep that one to yourself, maybe. Anyway, it's sort of just this way. And then he takes you down an alleyway, does very clearly um, a U-turn towards the end of it, goes back down another alleyway, and you see this building that looks like it was once quite a fancy house, maybe. Again, it's all been kind of boarded up, and this one you can see has a single light flickering in one of the far windows. Um, And he nods his head and he points and he goes, this is where the commander is. Follow me. Can I, can I have my sword back? Uh, I do want to give him his sword back. No, Taro wouldn't give him his sword back. Taro keeps the sword. <laughs> Character development in seconds from Ed. He looks a little bit defeated and then he goes, If the commander asks, can you tell him that I gave you the sword? Is that less embarrassing? I don't know. You're asking us to lie a lot for you. I, w- I will say, uh, what is your story here? Because either way, this looks a bit embarrassing, right? Uh, I found you, thought you were rebels, apprehended you, and have now brought you to see my commander for further processing. So so you apprehended us, right? But we all have weapons, and there are three of us, and you've done no kind of... Yeah, but... Taro, we we are we have followed him, um, and we are all friends now. 
we we understand that we're all on the same side. Then why does the uh, but yeah, but it doesn't look like he's apprehended us, is what I'm saying. Well, that's why I wanted the sword back. Uh, it still doesn't look like you've apprehended us, unless unless somehow everybody else gets less armed. Nope. All right. I hold up my hands, which are empty, because my daggers are in my pockets, and go, who's armed? I hold up my sword. But I will point out that, that at any <laughs> time, any of us could have just run away, right? I... This story doesn't hold up to any kind of scrutiny. He looks for a minute, completely lost, and then he kind of nods and he goes... Okay, new plan. I met you. No, I'm not allowed to leave the city. <laughs> Here's the deal. What happened was, we got the jump on you, oh. and now we asked you to take us to your leader. Uh, How's that sound? I don't have anything better, but I think I'm going to be in big trouble. I'd go with that. That's the most rational thing I think Tara's ever said. <laughs> he said a very nice motivational thing on the fifth gate before. That's right. Everybody should listen to me. And believe everything I say. Now let's go in. <laughs> Remember, you're our prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a persuasion roll, please. Oh, he can't roll good ever. It's a seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Wait, okay, so, 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 so for fucking this dice, it always rolls... I don't know. I always roll bad on the things I have good points in, which I want to do, right? Like, I skilled my guy for doing talking and shit. Whenever I roll one of those rolls, I just get like garbage numbers, like none. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, oh, now let me climb a wall. And it's like, oh, okay, the, the tiny crap man climbs a wall. He gets nineteen. <laughs> I don't know. That's... One day, and one day, you will correctly identify a magical item. It's a mockery. I mean, mocked. <laughs> I'll send you another dice. Said it's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> As you say that, Findex absolutely gives you a side eye and he goes, ah, maybe we don't say that one in so many words. Here, Nat, uh, could you tell Findex that he's our prisoner? Findex? Uh-uh. Sweet little Findex. You're our prisoner, right? <laughs> he towers almost a foot over you and looks terrified. I stroke his face. That's such a power <laughs> move, I love it. Stop doing that to people, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> he gives a a small tremble. You're our prisoner, right, aren't you, Findex? Roll me intimidation. Twelve. Fucking I think with the with the prior history. The DC was probably a 10 for that one. Um, so he, he he nods and he goes, all right, fine. I hope they don't send me to the blood sands. Come on. To the what? The blood sands? He kind of takes half a step into the into the building and then he kind of like pauses and he looks back and he goes, you haven't, you haven't heard of even the blood sands? No, do you know what? I think actually before we go in there, I'd quite like to know what the blood sands are. The blood sands are where the city's finest warriors are forged. It's a fighting arena of sorts. It's a fight to the death. To join the Queen's Guard, you have to pass around in the blood sands, and I passed mine, barely. Wow. But uh, I would like to very obviously look him up and down and go, well done. <laughs> as, you, as you look him up and down, he kind of like half turns and he pulls one of his shoulder pauldrons aside and you can see there is a really deep, thick scar that goes, look, it looks like it was a really bad hit that almost maybe took off the arm. Um, and he kind of shows you and he goes, barely. Well, goodness. Off we go then. 50 GP blood in the sand. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> he leads you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't get my reference to the obscure. It's not even obscure, right? But there was a 50 cent game for the PS2 called. Oh, it doesn't matter. Move on. Move on. It's not okay. That's not obscure. Uh, Someone out there is. It's not obscure. Wow. Everybody knows about it. It's just an acknowledgement <laughs> that, that the 50 cent game Blood in the Sand exists. It's a shout out. I understand. You're paying props to your boy 50 cent. <laughs> Why is that something to laugh about? Why is that a point of humor for you? There's nothing funny here. Oh, God. Okay. Woo. He leads you into this this very beautiful house that is kind of really intact, actually. Although all the furniture seems to be cleared out as he leads you through this hallway and then takes a right into this corridor that leads towards what is clearly a room with an open door at the end. There's candlelight coming from it, although you can't quite see in. Although all of you can hear that there are at least two people talking in that room. Oh, have we got like a picture to look at? Oh, (laughs) boy. I will concede that right now that picture is very confusing (laughs) you're right it is (laughs) i'm going to very quickly explain it for you nerium you are the green Green one one. (laughs) (laughs) taro you are the purple one and nat you are the red one and the beige dragon beside you i like your frock uh, findex (laughs) (laughs) me too it's good isn't it (laughs) i just i went for color rather than accuracy as you guys approach the room, you can hear two people talking. And as Findex steps in and opens the door wider so you can see, all three of you see a humanoid creature with its back to you that looks maybe human or maybe elven. Um, another one of the lizard creatures that Findex is. And then kneeling on the floor, bound, is a another uh, lizard creature that looks in a really, really bad state. Is that the dead polar bear? <laughs> that is the dead polar bear. <laughs> okay, just, just, just clarifying that. Oh man! <laughs> Listen, I just I put this one together when I had the flu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago, but it doesn't need changing. Can, nope. can we uh, screenshot this and post it to the yeah. Tumblr? I will, I will post it to the Twitter and the Tumblr of my very good attempt at making a map on this one. You could do it whenever because there's no spoilers because it's fucking incomprehensible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post it with that quote. <laughs> Good gosh. Okay, so we're here in the cave um, and we're just about to... No, it's a candlelit room. (laughs) Oh, okay, yep. Findex is in there. Findex is leaving you. Doors open. A a tall humanoid figure, maybe elven, maybe human, um, with its back to you. Very fancy leather armor, a kind of flowing cape or cloak. You can see two swords strapped to either side um, and another of the lizard-like creatures this one darker orange and in much better leather armor uh holding a spear and then the one that is kind of bound and kneeling doesn't have any armor or anything particularly and is looking pretty beaten up um and as you you step in findex kind of awkwardly like knocks on the kind of door and goes commander i returned with people nah nah greetings assholes Shit. Why that? I would like to use my action to attempt to hide behind Tarot. <laughs> okay. Now, are any of the rest of you going to try and stab us in the back with no warning? Make me a stealth check, Nerium. 
Oh no, you can just mechanically hide behind someone. I can attempt to hide. Size, right? It says attempt. Yeah, make me a stealth check. Twelve. You kind of duck behind Natalia and get out of the way. Findex freezes, and you can see everything in him go, oh boy. Um, and the humanoid figure slowly turns around, and indeed it is a half elf with this kind of um, long red plait of hair. Um, and he turns and, and he looks at the both of you and slowly looks over to Findex and you can see him taking in the wounds on his face and the fact that one of you is holding his sword and he very slowly draws both of his swords. It's me, Yubi, your sweet, sweet DM. Welcome to the show, or halfway through the show. The first thing I want to talk about this week is our winner of our giveaway. The rules were to complete a piece of media that could be anything and let us know that you've done it about the mortal path. And our winner is dun 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 Cron Darling on Tumblr, who made three incredible playlists, just like such good music for all three of them. I found some of my new favorite songs. I think they fit amazingly. Just so awesome. Well done. And thank you so, so much. We had so many amazing entries. It was really hard to pick just one for the winner. Um, Please get in contact with us. Uh, we'll pass you on to Settling Geek, our amazing, amazing people who gave us, uh, donated a set of dice for this giveaway. Um, thank you again so much for that. You have to go and check out their wares on, on Twitter. Settling Geek, S-E-T-T-L-I-N-G-G-E-E-K. It's not just dice stuff they have. They have all sorts of awesome awesome stuff um we are going to be showcasing each entry on our twitter regardless as to whether or not they were the winning entries or not to kind of show everyone the awesome stuff that people did for us seeing as we received most of our entries on tumblr um i'd also like to say thank you to dice bard who sponsored our first giveaway with an awesome set of dice again you've got to go check out their stuff they leave you really funny little rhymes and poems it's just so much fun to like interact with them they are awesome and i'd also like to say thank you of course to rachel graff our composer who wrote the theme song and who also wrote the track that plays in the fallen city if you like that track you can also buy it rachel released an album called sketching the rain on her Bandcamp. you can find it if you google uh, rachelgraff.com that's her website there are links to her Bandcamp. you can pay as much or as little as, she, as you like um she just married her wife and they're going on their honeymoon so any extra cash would really really help them out i would so recommend getting it the whole album is just amazing and like so full of inspiration for settings i actually kind of conjured the fallen city while listening um to shuttle which is the track in the sketching the rain album that is used you can also just tweet at us if you use the hashtag the mortal path or one word we always check we love to hear from people if you enjoyed something in the episode if something made you laugh anything we'd love to hear from you let us know we are so happy to talk back to you we all have individual twitters as well you can find all of us on our main twitter at the mortal path um yeah we just love to hear from you you can also message us on tumblr you can tag us make sure you at us so we can see you know that you're kind of talking to us we can see what you guys are saying because like i said we just we'd love to hear from you it really brightens our day to know that you guys are enjoying it um and it really also helps to kind of know what you guys are enjoying you know like it's really fun. 
if you have a moment and you feel like it, we'd also be so grateful for any iTunes reviews. Um, iTunes really like calibrates based on numbers. So it would really help us out if you could pop over, give us, you know, a five star rating, leave us a little comment. We read all of them. We absolutely love them. Um, we're going to start picking names also from the Twitter feeds. If you tweet about us uh, under the hashtag The Mortal Path, uh, we might use your name in the show. Again, just no, no promises that it's A, going to be used or that B, it's going to be used correctly because my players are my players so <laughs> but there you're in with a chance it'd be really fun to be immortalized as an npc um we would really appreciate just you know any itunes reviews like i said really helps us find new listeners uh, i'm gonna let you guys get back to the show that's all from me this week thank you very much i love you all goodbye kind of you're gonna hear me again in a second now simmer down this will go a lot easier if you just explain the situation and we don't have to kill one of you i rather think it's you who should explain what you're doing here are you from findex did you bring them from down below findex just kind of is frozen and he just kind of like i forgot that i was findex Ah, <laughs> oh, group scenes. Very good. That's excellent. Well done. It's so immersive. I love it. I you were just stood there. I was like, "Are we meant to like?" I'm Finnex. Oh, is this us now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Finnex. I'm Finnex. <laughs> no, I'm Finnex. Right. Finnex kind of glances over to you guys, and he goes, "I came across them on the ground level, on level four, and they captured." me i don't know where they're from they said that they just appeared here uh, and the other kind of steps forward and holds out her spear at you you're all very aggressive people honestly this is a dangerous city and you've just appeared holding one of my men captive i'll just stick my head out from behind that and go you can have it back yes please oh there are three of you are you a, a family of some sort he's kind of like trying to peer around <laughs> to look at the very small person that just we appeared. are a traveling trio who have been somewhat displaced by unknown means right and are you telling me that you are not from this city no we are not from this city are you from tenbrun no what is tenbrun he kind of looks over to findex again and findex gives this little shrug like I've been dealing with this all day. Um, and then he looks back at you and he goes, uh, Tenbrun, the the only city around. Nope, never heard of it. How did you get here exactly? Magic. Don't really know. Was that a party? And then suddenly some weird ice dragon roared, I think. And we woke up here. Oh, is that how it happened to you? That's really... I didn't bother to ask. There was a dragon and it roared at you. Oh, yes, it did. It was very strange. Oh, I wonder if that was the trigger for you. Mine was really horrible. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, please do. Findex, did you find them in the city? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he kind of gives a slow nod and he takes a half step back. You can see that the lizard creature on the floor is looking equally perturbed by this whole thing. And the one holding the spear is, is looking slightly more 
agitated. And the commander nods his head and he goes, well, that's very interesting. Why don't you come in and perhaps we better all put away our weapons and have a chat? Well, I ain't gonna put away my weapon. (laughs) There it is! Oh, glory days! Oh, glory days! This is very good. This We've got some very good voices. I, I take a double. I do a double take. Okay. Okay. What? Oh, that's a nat one. He is not looking at that. Hmm. <laughs> Man, I'm glad. Okay. Um, My cover remains good. He kind of he slowly nods his head and he goes, "I understand that you might be feeling a little on edge. I think we all are right now." You clearly have bested one of my men. We will talk about that later. I want to know what Findex looks like at the point where uh, Taro opens his mouth and starts channeling John Wayne. <laughs> Findex is staring at Taro with slightly open mouth shock, I think, with that role. Um, is not doing a good job, but the minute that the commander mentions that, he snaps back to attention and goes back to looking vaguely terrified. And the commander kind of gestures to the side of the room and you can see some of the furniture has been kind of stacked up in that corner and there are like a couple of chairs placed about and he says why don't you have a seat and we can talk about this i'm certainly very curious very well let's all have a nice little chat i think we're about done with this one don't you think and he turns to the the lizard wizard lizard wizard no he turns to the other lizard uh who's holding the spear she gives a nod and then with incredible speed she turns and she brings the spear down right through the one who is kneeling um, against the wall and that one just kind of goes and slowly collapses and is definitely no longer alive on the floor damn and then she takes a step back and kind of puts the spear like at ease but she's not let go of it totally. Can I put my right hand in my pocket so that it's on the handle of my dagger? Yes. Um, what are you doing here? We are here under Queen Eusebius' orders to wipe out the rebel factions. What are you doing here? This is good. Let's trade questions for questions. Clearly you have many and so do I. He takes a seat and he like, puts his swords away, but he still very much has his hands like ready to draw. And then he gestures for you to sit. Findex kind of goes half to sit and then he shoots him the dirtiest and sharpest (laughs) look and Findex immediately stops and goes back to stand near the other lizard vaguely at attention. Oh, Findex. I'll sheath my sword and sit opposite him. Okay. I'd like to sit as close to Nat as possible. Okay. I think Tara's going to stand to one side with the sword out, kind of looking cool. Okay, are you standing on the same side as uh, Findex and the other lizard creature? I want to be, like, on the other side of, of Nat, but, like, a bit behind. I'm <laughs> relaxed but ready. Okay, you're trying to give off a relaxed but ready vibe. Yeah, yeah. Make a performance check. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm, gonna do? I'm not a superstitious person, but I will use my other d20. 17. Oh, see? Okay, Taro leans against the wall and looks both relaxed and ready. Would you say he's three hunter like the Romans? <laughs> yes, Taro is three hunter like the Romans. Um, Can we? Oh, is that a fifty cent reference? <laughs> no, it's not fifty cent. He's oh, cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. What are you doing here? Uh, well, at present we are just trying to survive. 
figure out what's going on and hopefully return back home. And where would that be? I believe it's my turn. These rebels. I take it that was one of them and you're rooting them out to the city. What? What's their agenda? As far as we understand it, they have not taken kindly to the Queen's ruling and would like to see things return to before she took power. Of course, that will never happen, and it is our job to make sure that it doesn't. Where are you from, if not from here or Temberan? I am from Sindarian. I've never heard of that. Well, that makes us even, because we've never heard of Temberan. We are from Alfala. I've never heard of that, either. Hmm. Is it a city? It's a planet. It's a whole world. He draws back a little bit at that. Make me persuasion rolls with advantage. Both of us? You can all do it, and then I'll... Do I have to, given that I've said nothing? No, actually, yeah, you don't get to join in. I persuade with my body. (laughs) 21. 22. Yeah. He kind of... He kind of pulls back a little bit, and he has this look of disbelief that quite quickly goes into something almost approaching glee. And as you say that, Findex kind of takes a little half step forward and goes, they are, they are magic, sir, all of them. And he looks over and he says, quiet, I was not speaking to you. And then he looks back with renewed interest and he goes, magic, all of you, is that so? Well, there might be a little bit of magic in these here hands. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. He looks, he looks over to you and he goes, Well, that is fascinating. I would very much enjoy a non-threatening demonstration. In a minute, you mentioned that the rebels aren't happy with the Queen's rulings. What do you mean by that? Well, they'd like it to go back to the old ways, but Queen Eusebius was forged in the blood sands herself, and really, I couldn't think of a better ruler for this city, even before she became Queen. Could you elaborate? That's very vague. (laughs) I suppose if you're not from here, it would be. Queen Eusebius started out as a fighter in the Blood Sands. It's what we call our arena of sorts. She climbed her way up through the ranks, married, married the crown prince, and then when the king died, of course, they were in power. Unfortunately, our dear king... It's King Troxus Boxes. Troxus Coxus. Doxus. Do not dox no. us. I may have said that. That was not an instruction. Unfortunately, Crown Prince Koviak, after he became king, there was a a report of something in the firemouth, and well, the Queen and him went to go and see how what was happening, and he didn't return. Very sad, but well. It is what it is. You don't sound very sad. I believe it's my turn. How did you find yourselves in this city? And how exactly did you best one of my guards? We appeared next to the mechanical boombox. Um, just a bit further out. It was making announcements. Further out from the fallen city? Yes, yes. And then we walked over here because we thought to find shelter. He reaches into his cloak and he pulls out um, a couple of sheets of paper. And and as he's kind of turning them over, uh, you can see that that they are maps. And he pulls one out. um, He's looking at it and he says, roughly how long did it take you to get to the Fallen City? You know, I didn't listen to that episode this week. 
I couldn't be certain. I can't say I was keeping track. It took about an hour. He looks up at you and he kind of puts his finger somewhere on the map and he says, you saw the fire mouth, the volcano, the mountain. Will be hard to miss. And it was, was it, was it on your right or on your left as you approached the city? It was on the left. He kind of, again, he, he puts his finger like back on the map and he says, so you appeared in the middle of the stretch. I haven't heard of anything electronic out there. I've traversed it many times. It's the main route from here back to Tembran. It apologised for any inconvenience. Mm-hmm. That was polite of it. Well, I mean, it's probably about the nicest thing that's happened to us in the last 24 hours, so yeah. Yes, in response to the other part of your question and politeness, your chap here, Windex, or whatever his name is, uh, attacked my friend, stabbed her in the back. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to turn around and I'll show where there's a big bleeding wound that's not remotely healed and is still actually quite painful. And to be honest, we took a bit of umbrage to that and put him in his place. Clearly, I can see that. You said you had magic at your disposal. I would still be very interested to see that. Well, you best hope you don't have to. You couldn't give me just a little demonstration, so I know that it's not just rumours. You don't believe your own uh, guard, then? He looks over at Findex, and he looks back at you, and he says, maybe it's time for him to find another job if he can't stand up to three people appearing in the middle of the city. (sighs) Fine. Click my fingers, and a horse appears. A small horse. A small horse. A five-foot cube horse. A small horse. A little baby horse. A little, a little horse appears, and him and the lizard creature that um, is standing in the corner of the room both kind of push backwards in surprise, and he kind of nods his head and he goes, and you all have this gift. Yes. Make me a deception check, please. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, come on down to my discount car sales warehouse. We've got all your Cadillacs and combine arms. <laughs> I'm rolling a session check with my fucking adult brain, which I had grown over 20 years of life. More than 20. I had a bad brain when I was baby two. <laughs> Ta- time to roll deception. Okay. Oh, I rolled an eight. <laughs> Do you not have a, mo- a deception <sighs> modifier though? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Our bard is so charismatic, you guys. Yeah, the, the He's a character. Thing, right? I actually am. I actually am very charismatic because I put all my points into charisma. Apparently, my hands have like no points for rolling <laughs> these off spheres. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let's continue uh, with the game that we're here to play. Game. So, I'm sorry, I, I might have like hit levels there because I got agitated. <laughs> like, it's okay. there might be some light clipping. I could, I can fix any sound issues as long as I get to keep the words said. Um, so. He narrows his eyes at you, and he says, I would prefer a demonstration from all of you, if possible. Although that was very impressive. Come on, Nerium. And I make my horse disappear. Uh, I look at Nat, and then I hold out my right hand, and I go click my fingers, exactly like Nat did. A goat appears. Uh, Make me a sleight of hand (laughs) check to see if you can cast without him noticing that you are casting it. Uh, That's some sneaky shit. 
Uh, that's a 23. Oh, oh well, fuck. owned. I'm okay. so hoping someone would do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Very good. Uh, he looks again suitably impressed and he turns his eyes to you, Taro. Can I just look longingly at that goat? Though? Because <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Not longingly at the goat in any kind of way. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, Wait, no, I'm going to no. see if he noticed you looking longingly at the goat. <laughs> no, it's a nine. So. Nine. So so the dead body thing is still in the room, right? Oh, no. Yes. I'm going to cast that spell I cast before by accident. Okay. But on purpose. Wait, Alrighty. which one? You've cast a lot of spells by accident. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, the one which I accidentally casted to lift up the cloak. Oh, yes. Uh, I believe it's known as Unseen Servant. Um, Actually, you still have that with you. That little dude's been following you for the last hour. He's still there. For real? Yep. You just haven't asked him to do anything, so he's just invisibly following you. I'm going to make him pick up the the body and make it, like, float towards our big buddy, the new guy. <laughs> the, wait, the... The commander. You turn your concentration back to this almost extension of magic that you kind of remember is still kind of there. You go, oh yeah, that thing is still kind of here somewhere. And you think about it really hard and nothing happens. Well, I think I think Taro turns to face uh, the commander and he says, well, how about we pick up your friend over there and points at the, the, the body. Okay. He looks at you and he looks over at the the body of the lizard creature on the floor as one of its arms suddenly gets kind of hoisted up and then the other one kind of gets hoisted up in the air and then it kind of like rises in this really horrifically off-putting way until it's kind of floating in a U shape as if someone's carrying it and then (laughs) starts to like really slowly... (laughs) jerkingly kind of make its way towards you with all of its limbs like flopping as it does and the commander like stands up and he reaches for his weapon and the fire the lizard creature with the spear immediately gets ready again and he goes ha i think that's probably a fine demonstration enough and drop it hits the ground and sprawls well i trust you don't need any more demonstration than that no i think that's fine you've certainly all proven yourselves i have a couple more questions namely well your names who are you hang on isn't it our turn again then yes i believe so nat nat what do we ask him next (laughs) i'm thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) i'm really worried that he looked gleeful on discovering that we might be from another planet gleeful is not on my list of good responses (laughs) talk to me about this city uh, your man there mentioned it fell out of the sky, and there are creatures underneath. Do those creatures seem like us? Did they come from Alfal? This is a difficult question. Not many have the authority to go below the city. I've been a couple of times. He glances over towards Findex and the other lizard creature, and he says, Of course, nothing is to leave this room. And they both nod. And he turns back to you and he says, We tell people that there are creatures beneath the city. That's not strictly true. There are things beneath the city that are dangerous. Creatures is not always the right word. We don't have reports that are consistent of what they are or what they might be. People report 
different things in different places. This is part of why Queen Eusebius has tasked us with keeping it under lockdown, and also part and parcel why the rebel forces feel this is such a good place to hide. Not many people come here. It is forbidden, after all. Are they demons? Are they devils? I believe it's my turn. Your names? Mary Burrows. Mary Burrows? They call him the Puppet Master. Can you not? (laughs) (laughs) I have to go along with that now, don't I? Yes, and. He He looks over and he says, A fitting nickname for sure. I assume you weren't born the Puppet Master. The name's... Tarahassi. <laughs> Tarahassi, I see. And you are? They call me Natalia. Natalia. Is that all? All you need to know. He kind of gives a little look like, fair enough. Okay. Sorry, uh, did you think Tarahassi was two words? <laughs> yes. Wow, okay. Well, he has. But okay. yeah. He has assumed that it is Taro. Well, that's on him. Yeah. The incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he turns back to you. I'm just going to call you Nerium, but they'll they'll call you Mary in character if we're lucky. Um, he turns back to. But you. it's really hard having a character as like two names. Yep. It's really hard to, to deal <laughs> really with. It's really hard doing that. Also, multiple voices in an episode. That's also hard. Um, so he he turns to you and he says, "Some have reported what they might call demons or devils, although we haven't, as I said, had any reports that." really correlate with each other. We do know that there are things beneath the city. We've managed to recover certain maps, information. We can't read the language, although we've been working towards deciphering parts. We've managed to locate and secure some very wonderful things from this city, although there are areas of great danger as well. I think we may be able to... uh continue this give and take a bit further um if i could help decipher this unknown tongue would i would we be able to convince you to part with one or two of these wonderful items the items unfortunately are all under the command of queen eusebius any treasure we find here must be immediately taken to her however i was already planning on taking you to my captain and he reports directly to the Queen. Your story to me seems incredible, but stranger things have happened in the fallen city for sure. I've seen a few myself. If you were wanting to aid us in our securing of the fallen city and our hunt for treasure, you mentioned that you wanted to go back home, is that correct? To yes. what was your planet called? Alfarlan. Alfarlan, that's it. There is a wizard, an advisor to the queen, the single most powerful person I have ever had the fortune of meeting. He's due back in a couple of months. He doesn't generally take audiences with anyone other than the queen, but if you were to have something to convince him that his time is worth being spent on you, you might be able to open a dialogue. If anyone can send you to another planet, it's probably him. If we're still on this one by the time he comes back. Do you have ways of leaving? Um, we didn't well, we... come here by choice. Yeah. But mm. if this wonderful chap can take us back, that would be very good. It's only a hunch I have. I, As I said, I only met him once when I recovered an item from beneath the city. But if anyone can, it would be him. And I think finding three 
very powerful magic persons who have appeared in this city is certainly, well, it'll put us in good standing to have brought you back safe and sound. To a degree. My apologies for my soldier's earlier recklessness. He probably mistook you for rebels. On the subject of being safe and sound, um, since we now appear to have come to somewhat of an accord, um, we've actually had quite a hard day. Um, is there any chance that we might be able to um, rest up before we um, continue further um, uh, uh, talking? I would not recommend resting up in the fallen city. I don't care where I go, I'm so tired. He kind of gives a little laugh, but like there's this little calculating look in his eye when you say that as he, as he looks at you. Um, Shit, sorry guys. And uh, he turns to the other lizard with the spear and he says, uh, Severin, what time is it? And she kind of looks around and then she goes, about eight. And he nods and he says, well, we are due back at Tenbrun. Please, won't you come with us? I will take you as guests to my captain. There you will be given anything you need. We do have to cross the stretch if you are able, although you will have us with you for your protection, of course. Why would we need protection? It's a dangerous journey between the Fallen City and Tenbrun. What exactly is the danger? Mostly snakes. I mean, I'm going to look around the room at the other inhabitants of the room, and then I'm going to say, God damn nothing. Uh, Let me, let us confer privately. Um, Just just one minute. And I want to usher everyone out. You meet Taro and and Nerium? Yeah. Okay. Uh, As you stand up, he stands up as well and he goes, quite understandable, I have some things to talk about too to my men. And he turns straight to... Uh, Findex. Hold on a minute. Yes? We might have ended up in a small predicament, your lady. He says, pointing to, kind of nodding towards Nat. Mm-hmm. We've lost most of our combat force on the on the, the trip over here. Might we ask, what's going to happen to uh, your man Findex over here? That was to, to, to Commando Rex. <laughs> Not his name at all. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know at all what his name. Commando was. Um, Rex, though. I think I'd um, buy that. That's a better name. No, it's Did not. Ever ask what this guy's a very name good was? name. <laughs> Please let me use my names that I wrote, especially. Um, <laughs> he gives you a small smile and he puts his hand on Findex's shoulder, and he smiles and he says, "Well, whatever doesn't kill you in the blood sands only makes you stronger. Isn't that right?" Oh, sorry. Well, perhaps I might propose that if we're maybe helping you with some of your translation work, we might be taking him along as a bodyguard. Oh, Vindex will be returning to the city with us. We wouldn't leave him here in the Fallen City, but, well, once there, it's probably time for another round of training. Don't you think, Vindex? Vindex does not say anything. He just looks terrified. Well, we'll see. Now come along, milady. We've got things to discuss. Okay. You guys head out the room. There are several rooms in this in this house. Do you guys just go like to the other end of the building and go in a room? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're proper fucked now, aren't we? Are we? I well, can I can I just check that like we've got a closed door or something so I can use my yeah. You close the door and you speak quietly. Well, we're not even on Alfalan. We don't know where we are. Personal theory: I think we're in hell. 
I don't know how we get back from here. We're surrounded by um, six-foot-tall lizard people, and apparently there are dangerous things under the city. Well, I'm not sure that... Hmm. I'd rather like to explore under the city, maybe find something... They mentioned magical items that could possibly take us back or explain... I don't particularly want to march into the lizard's den. I have to say, it seems like we might be in, in some danger of getting enraptured with the, with the politics of this sort of place. Um, and maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I mean, we don't know how long we're going to even be here. There is every possibility that we're going to get zapped out in the next two days. But there's also every possibility that we're going to be here for the rest of our lives. And hopefully oh that'll be longer rather than sooner. I actually, um, on the basis that, like, well, things can't really get that much Don't worse. say that. <laughs> Hold on that. In terms of uh, what we have with us and what's relying on us, and, you know, we've got no way of saving ourselves so i don't see any problem with plunging deeper under the city and finding something you know we can take risks now what sorry what risks what well (laughs) where did you come from are you is somebody infiltrated or merriam yeah uh mary mary oh mary mary uh how did we meet well you uh did a little um thunder wave and knocked that out all right that seems all right just a bit worried there. You didn't seem yourself. Look, I know. I'm not. You, the thing is, there's no reason not to at the moment. Well, what other than the whole, the whole dying thing? Well, I don't actually trust these people and this queen and the blood sands and the rest of it to keep us alive anyway. They don't sound like nice people. Exactly. They do not. We might be able to use our abilities to secure ourselves some position here or at least bargain, but I think it's a big risk. And I know exploring under the city is probably also a big risk. I will say that so far, nobody is trying to stop us going to this other place, but these people are sort of here trying to stop people going down below the city, and they are sort of aware of us now. Does that mean we should go under the city, or we shouldn't? Uh, I would say don't do what the thing, what the people with the swords and the teeth say not to do. See, I would say that's exactly what we ought to do. Because fuck them. <laughs> There's stuff worth stealing down there. I mean, which we could utilise for our yeah. uh, journey home. I don't... If you've got a way for us to get out of here and under the city, Nat, or if we can come up with one, then I'm not particularly minded to follow these knobs to the see their queen. Because I, I don't see why we... We've got nothing to lose, really. If we can get down there... Let's see what there is for pickings. Well, there is one way that our presence could be not filtered out to the greater community. What, disguises? No. Go on. Well, if we uh, were to silence them. Oh, what, kill them all? Uh, Yes. (sighs) That feels... Very immediately risky because if he's a commander, then I know we. I know Findex said that there was Gehesh and Severin, and Severin's in there. I mean, Findex. How many others might there be? I thought they said there was only three. Oh, he did say there were a detachment, didn't he? And it wouldn't be strange if uh, some people were to go missing in this dangerous place. One of them is the commander. But he does not have the element of surprise. 
let me just get this straight. We're talking about going back in that room. These people have just offered us uh, shelter and possible compromise, but we might just kill them all anyway. I'm just floating the idea. Yeah, no, and, and do you know what? I'm entertaining it. I will say that the number advantage is probably in our favour, because I reckon, in a pinch, probably Windex would rather hang out with us than go down the... Uh, That's a very good the, point. The blood hole or whatever it's called. Oh. <laughs> All right, Matt. I think I think you've sold me, but what's what's the plan? All right. All right. So. All right. Uh, thinking about it, one of us might have a, a reasonably effective close-range weapon that might catch him by surprise. Uh-huh. What I'm suggesting is that perhaps I might walk into the room and sort of do my thing. Oh. And then you might might follow it up. I think that's a very good idea. How about this? I'll go out there and say that we've agreed and I'll go shake their hands. Yes. Right. We will be yeah. right behind you. Well, yeah. not right behind you, but as soon as it happens. Which which one are we going for first? Which we do we think is the bigger threat? If can I make a suggestion? If we're doing this, then um the commander is the one who orders people around, isn't he? He's the one who's in charge, he's the one who's gonna be dragging us off if he gets to do it. We kill him first. Cut and then off the head of the snake. As it were. And then you th- I think we can convince Findex, but maybe that means we can give his colleague a chance. Colleague? It's not a fucking colleague. It's a fucking <laughs> brother in arms. I don't know what you call him. Jesus Christ. Comrade? Comrade. Thank you. That's the word I was after, comrade. I'm with we you can... on this one. Yeah, I'm because... not sure they've got much loyalty. No, two really. friends is better than than one, and, and I don't think we, we could can build persuade our the commander. Private army. We could build our private Well, okay, baby steps, baby steps. Um, But yeah, if we take out the commander and then see if we can't talk to Severin. All right. I think let's do it. Oh, we've been in here a while, so I think we should just go do it. Um, okay. Come out when you hear the signal. And trust me, you'll hear it.